<laughs> Welcome to our table, you beautiful human animals, for fun, health, and more. We'll dig into behavior and living right, plus other good things, with some laughs and hopefully a little insight. This is Better Health and World. I am Matt Crocomo, a credentialed writer and personal trainer, exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. And I'm here as usual with my fellow health enthusiast and cultural commentarian, Jeremy Bauer at Jeremy's MMA. How we living, everybody? Here having me, sometimes also on Better Fight Cast, your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts for seasoned vets and rookie fight fans of the purest, best of sport you can follow. Subscribe to that and this on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Now let's dig into the purest and bestest, everything and anything else, right after this work from legal. Hello, everybody. Greg Jr. is a certified personal trainer. He is not acting in his capacity on this program. All information presented here is strictly for educational and entertainment purposes. Furthermore, should he reference another person's program or piece of literature, he is not necessarily endorsing every physician or opinion that entity might represent. Please consult the appropriate medical professional before making any serious changes to your diet or lifestyle. Boom! Thanks, Legal. How are we living? What's going on? Doing pretty well. Can't complain. Mm. Um, been eating pretty good. Good. Feel good. Uh, stress is gone. I'm living stress-free again. Um, everything is clicking. I can't complain. I see clear. I feel clear. I made a good, big, fat, healthy meal today. It was, uh, steak. Slices. They were already kind of cubed. Not cubed, but... Pre, uh, I did a uh, like a stir fry thing with nothing too exotic. Broccoli, red and yellow peppers, and I, forgot, I actually forgot to add the mushrooms. They were supposed to be part of it. Onion, and I used cauliflower rice. And cauliflower rice is good. It was a good like cauliflower and other thing medley, mostly cauliflower rice, but. There was some chives in there, and I think maybe some carrot, a little bit, stuff like that. And the bag said to microwave it for four minutes, and I couldn't find the specific directions. You got to be careful, though, because after two and a half minutes, it sounded like there were shots fired. Because I think I think exploded. Uh, we were I ended up serving the rice uh, off of the little turnstile from the microwave, but there was still plenty left over. And, you know, if we wanted more later, there was some on the stove, which sits beneath the microwave, you know, just around the burners. Another extra handful or two, if you're really, really jonesing for it. And I think I named everything that was in there. It was nice. Pepper, soy sauce, basic, good, nice. Something different. Yeah, cauliflower sort rice is, is, a, is a great thing that's mm-hmm. been... It's really been a trend for, what, the past, I want to say, year. Maybe, yeah. Never heard of cauliflower rice before. Yeah. Um, People looking for more and more carb-free or carb alternative You have things. to cook it just right, though. Yeah. It's funny. You, I feel like you have to cook it just right, but... Well, I should have stabbed the bag and microwaved it. You can buy the bags that are ready to microwave. It's not... Not that complicated. But it's a great substitution for rice. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody used to think there was this myth that rice and brown rice was so healthy for you. But it's actually kind of starchy, right? It's complicated. I mean, it depends. Because there's growing schools of thought that you really shouldn't be having 
barely any carbs really and even rice is not necessarily the best carb to be had and there are different people that say brown rice is better than white rice and some say mm-hmm. that they that white is better and then some that say there is no real difference between the two but uh, eating cauliflower rice takes that argument out altogether right because you're you're replacing the rice with a vegetable it's definitely it's better unless you're eating a diet in which you need you're counting on those carbs from the rice so there's that argument to be made um complicated something i thought i used to know but i don't i'm not sure it's hard to say it's hard to say i try to i try to limit the carbs i end up not eating too much rice and in this case i want the cauliflower rice it's good stuff i could have used some more butter and, and i think maybe some kind of a sauce or something i needed i needed a drizzle maybe maybe just more soy sauce but i didn't want to do too much or hot sauce, sauce. Yeah, hot sauce made it done. Hot sure. sauce could have brought the better. flavor out and made it pop a little bit. Yeah. Done a lot of hot sauce. God, I've been obsessed with recipes lately because I want to get into catering. Oh, yeah, nice. nice. So I've been studying and studying foods and what tastes good and what goes okay. together. But I'm still trying to be healthy. Yeah. And, like, you're telling me this stir-fry combination. I'm just sitting here in my mind thinking of the broccoli, the carrots, the onion, the peppers, maybe some low-sodium soy sauce with like some Worcestershire sauce and honey. Nice rainbowish you know display of vegetables like they tell you in all the you know mm-hmm. places where they tell you to balance your diet every color of the rainbow you get mm-hmm. all the different nutrients and everything i had that going on today and it was it's good it's good stuff i was cooked everything just right at the time just right i got the broccoli started a little bit before the other vegetables i think i got the broccoli going then the meat then the rest of everything else i've always learned you got to add especially steak later because i like my steak like medium rare to medium and when yeah, it's well I was, done, I, I do not. Steak. I love beef jerky, but not when I'm actually eating the right. steak. Like I like beef jerky when I'm yeah. opening up the bag and I'm eating beef jerky. Well, depending on your audience, yeah. Steak later or earlier, depending on what the crowd wants. Mm-hmm. In this case, well done was on the menu. It was fine for stir fry. Like it's all right. It's fine for stir fry. It's okay if you have all them special ingredients mixed together. It'll mm-hmm. it'll be all right because you blend it and. Every bite, like you said, you had every color of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. You had the cauliflower rice. You had the steak for the protein. It sounds like it was a good way to go. Yeah. Probably gave you the What are some of the needed. recipes that uh, you've seen? It. You said, yeah, have you seen any recipes and any you remember? Um, off the top, Matt, now, <sighs> cooking for people. The thing is, I'm studying a lot more foods now only because I'm trying to serve to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, not everybody is health conscious, especially when they're at a special event. Like I said, I want to do catering. Mm-hmm. And when you do catering, it's more than likely for events where people don't care. No. You know what I mean? They're ready to cheat. Yep. They're at that wedding. They're mm-hmm. at that work party. They're at that anniversary. They're at that special occasion. They're at that whatever it is that they're like, they've already summed it up in their head before they got there. Like, whatever food they have there, I am eating. And you know what? This is a cheat night. Because this is beyond my expectations or limits. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I can do. Just to, just go just go for it full bore. Call yourself Sloppy Joes. Mm-hmm. And just give people garbage. Exactly. Just big piles of garbage. Exactly. And then that's, that's exactly the route I'm going. The biggest <laughs> thing is when I do get there, I can't eat the food myself too yeah. much. I have to have self-control. I have to take a bite. 
because you have to try your food before you serve it. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. They always said, don't trust a skinny chef. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't. And I, I agree with that sentiment. But then again, look at all the most popular chefs in the world. Bobby Flay, he's not a fat guy. Mm -hmm. Gordon Ramsay, he's not a fat guy. It's, it's called taste it. Yeah. Don't eat it all. Yeah. Don't eat all the leftovers. Don't mm. eat everything that the that, that that like didn't make it to the table because you thought it was just a little bit overcooked or a little bit undercooked. Mm. Don't eat it all. It's called taste it. One bite, make sure it tastes great, and then serve it. Yeah. If something's undercooked or overcooked and you're Gordon taking the Gordon Ramsay route, you gotta throw it mm -hmm. at the lowest ranking man on the totem pole. You know what a lot of things I, I always Or I say guess this. the person who overcooked it really. Yeah. Um being a chef and, and working in that type of field, it's actually a lot of work. You kind of have to be light on your feet, yeah. I feel. Like to you dodge have to, Gordon Ramsay's projectiles. Yeah, you, well, you have to be everywhere at once. Yeah. You have to be able to control a couple different things at one time, and, yeah. and you have to be able to be busy enough and hyper enough to handle all these situations. Because let's face it, first of all, in the kitchen, it's hot. Yeah. It's hot. you got to be light on your feet. you got to be able to move, serve it fast. Because... It's a crazy epidemic we have, especially in America. Everything is served on time. Not even necessarily on quality. It's on time. Mm -hmm. You have to get your food fast. Mm -hmm. If you don't get your food fast, I'm done with the place. Everybody is so impatient in this world. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it's a crazy epidemic where you have to serve the food in like 15 minutes or less. Yeah. If not, people are unhappy. If they wait over 20 minutes for food, they're starting to complain to who their server is like, hey, yeah. where's my food? It, it, it's, it's seriously just, I don't know how we got here, but we're here. And there, I don't think there's anything we can do to change it now. People are impatient, they're nasty, they're rude, and whatever. The immediate gratification. The immediate, immediate, immediate gratification. Say lovey. Hmm. Just serve french fries with cheese melted on top of it, and I guess everybody will be happy. Yeah. I don't know. Deep fried hot dogs. <laughs> That's what you should serve. I love that, too. Deep fried hot dogs. The fattier, the better. Yeah. Sauces. I don't know how much sauces you want to do for catering, but... But, I mean, I made dinner for the family tonight. sauces. Um, I actually bought myself different bread from the rest of the family. What'd you I get? Ate, I, I eat flatbread. Okay. It's a hundred calorie bread. Um, not that I count calories, but it's very thin bread just to hold my sandwich together. Now I almost went the lettuce route, but I just didn't want to buy that much lettuce. Mm -hmm. uh, where the the flatbreads, I can use it in the morning also for my egg sandwich. Um, I'm so bummed out about I forgot to use it to use the mushrooms and the stir fry. Now, mm -hmm. I, now I got to figure well, out mushrooms. It's like adding chicken to a meal. I mean, let's be real hard. Mushrooms is like chicken, in my opinion. If you cook yeah. a mushroom right, it is every bit of... Actually, I think it is better than chicken. Maybe. Yeah. I, I swear on that. I just love the mm. texture of it. It's like not... I don't know. I just I, I love the texture of a mushroom. Deep fried mushrooms are amazing, but I stay away from that. Because yeah. I think sautéed mushrooms... If, if you take just bell, like uh, button mushrooms... And you saute them just right, and whatever sauce or coating you want in something healthy, it can be every bit as good as a deep fried mushroom. Yeah, I swear by it. But I'm, I mean, you're talking to somebody that could eat a mushroom sandwich or a mushroom wrap. Hmm. 
Like I could replace the chicken in a chicken as long Caesar as wrap. Fresh. I just just got them today, but if you let them hang out too much, mushrooms get gross quick. Well, isn't that all the produce? Yeah, but especially mushrooms. Mm-hmm. They turn. Well, they can make you sick. Right. Like I've had mushrooms that probably turned, and I cooked them anyway. I was like, oh, I think I can do this. <laughs> so I put them in my, my spaghetti. I remember one time anyway. I was like, you know what? I just want to empty out the fridge. Because I'm one of those, when I make meatloaf or spaghetti, I just empty out the fridge. Yeah. Whatever I can throw in it, hey, let's just throw it in it and see what happens. And one time I put mushrooms in it, and it went against my better judgment. Uh, it was a long time ago, oops. but I was oops. sick. I felt I felt something bumbling in my stomach that shouldn't have been happening. It's a bummer, man. Mm. Uh, I did a lot of spaghetti recently. I can't see myself doing spaghetti anytime soon. I'll figure out something to do with them. I have more broccoli to be cooked, so I'll probably just cook the mushrooms with the broccoli at some point in the near future. So don't worry. Don't worry. It's, it's crazy to say that. Mushrooms okay. and broccoli might be my two favorite vegetables. All right, so go together. Very well. You'll figure something out with them. Yeah. I think I am good talking about health stuff. Any movies or TV you've watched recently? Movies. I keep starting uh, the one Quentin Tarantino film I still haven't finished. Uh, lately, I've I've, I've started a few times The Hateful Eight. No, you still haven't seen it. You, I you always seen started it. at like one thirty in the morning. Yep. It's, it's been it's been literally like six or seven times it's now. Rough. And you never want to um, start at midway. You always just want to start it over. I keep watching. I don't hate what I'm seeing. Yeah. Like, I can already tell you it's probably my least favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Interesting. I could see that. If that makes any sense. Um, not that I hate it. It was very, I think some it of the stuff said. I liked it a lot. But uh, I think, uh, also, on, on another hand, like I'm glad he's doing something different mm-hmm. this time around. I'm curious to see what he does. I mean, this one's like after the Civil War, right? Yeah, that's where this took place, mm-hmm. and and it's definitely a different time. Um, it's crazy. They definitely use the language and and say things that a Quentin Tarantino movie would. But from what I've seen, it all takes place like it, it's very slow. Mm-hmm. The plot. Um, I feel like it's really, really building up to something. But for a movie that's almost three hours, it's all dialogue. Yeah, I haven't seen any action whatsoever. It's literally all dialogue. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I just... I keep falling asleep. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I don't know if I'm starting it too late. And I didn't start it late the other night. Literally, I came straight home from work. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed early tonight, but I'd like to watch a good movie before I go to bed. And usually, I can lay up for about two hours okay. and watch a movie before I go to bed. And... That was my intention. I just wanted a lazy night. I was like, mm-hmm. I got a lot accomplished during the day. Um, I worked at night, made some money, so I brought home some bread, ate a light, healthy dinner, and then just laid down. And literally, half hour later, I started that movie in particular, and a half hour later, I fell asleep. Whoa. This was like the sixth time I did it. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. You still don't have access to the Big Lebowski? Not right now, I don't know. I used to, but um, I know this has been a chronicle. I don't right now. I used to have something that was a, that would allow me to watch that movie, mm-hmm. but I don't have it anymore. Oh, well. So it goes. 
What have I been watching lately? I've been watching a Netflix original series, Altered Carbon. Is that good? Yes, I'm in. The, I'm on the third episode. Part, part, like half Ooh, after there. you get done this Arthur Carbon, I got a question about you about a movie. I mean, about a show on HBO that I got to ask you about. But what is it? Westworld. No, Westworld's great. I've talked about Westworld great. a bunch. I oh, thought you yeah, have. Yeah. I, that's where I thought I heard it from. And that's something I was. I, I read about seasons, it and I was like, wow, this sounds interesting. I think both seasons of Westworld might be perfect. Okay. Because I was about to buy HBO Go. Recommend. Because um, my cable just went up recently, Dude. about two months ago. Dude. Well, it's this deal I signed. It, it stayed at a certain fee for the for first year. year. And then I just realized the fee went up $20. And that means oh. I'm in my second year of this contract. 20 bucks is not bad. But Usually I thought that I... meant my HBO went because I thought I had HBO free for a year. Mm-hmm. But I guess I have it free longer because I still have it. I just realized today Dude. I still have HBO. So it got me all excited and fuzzy inside because I was literally about to cancel Showtime and get HBO. But now that I know I have both, why not keep both? I mean, Westworld is great. It's another, just like any of those movies where it's androids that are autonomous and, you know, do they or don't they think and act for themselves. And, of course, it makes us examine how much free will do we have as human beings and what's our nature and what's our goals and good and evil and all that stuff and all kinds of themes and overlapping and conflicting and moral gray areas just Westworld's a masterpiece the HBO's Westworld each season but the whole series so far yeah I won't say too much more I guess because I don't want to spoil it what about this Alter Carbon because I've been looking for a lot of TV shows lately it stars the guy who was the new RoboCop. I have a feeling he's not going to be reprising that role because nobody really wanted that remake and nobody was particularly impressed by the remake. Dude did fine. I'm a big fan of the actor because he was in the AMC series The Killing about some murder cops. I think they were murder cops. I'm going to find out the homeboy's name right now for you. Um, God, it's wild. I mean, I'm grasping to try to even explain what Altered Carbon is about. It takes place in the future. That the I've seen the landscapes that they show. Uh, you know the the panoramic futuristic cityscapes are they they're great. I mean, they're up. You know, it's up there with like you know Blade Runner and anything Fifth Fifth Element. Like you know any. You know, I guess if someone thinks that the Star Wars movies are the best and that kind of thing, which I probably don't really. The other, I probably like the other movies better as far as that kind of thing goes. Uh, the the they yeah they're awesome. It's just they're like all you know like awesome. Uh, and the the visual effects and the stuff they got going on, top notch. The characters and the actors and the storyline. I mean, the, the premise of the show, uh, I guess, is that people all have, like, computer components at the base of their skull, which lets them back up their consciousness, I guess, their, their you know, their self, 
and it makes it harder for people to die and in a lot of cases when their body dies they get a new body and in this case bodies are called sleeves and you hear the oh term. wow this sounds complicated yeah wow it's okay it's wild Sounds different though. The main character who ends up being played by, all right, I am not SB. Let's go with I am DB. All right, I don't want to look up the series because when I'm in the middle of a television series, I don't like to IMDb it or anything because I don't want if it'll tell me the actor that I'm worried it'll tell me like all right that person, you know. Whereas all the other characters might be in not all nine episodes of the season, you might find out that this character you're looking at is only in three episodes. It's like up. Oh, do they die? Like, it's an accidental spoiler that I don't want. Alright, I'm going to be killing. Do, do, do. But the killing. Well, there is a season or two of the killing I haven't seen, I think, at this point. But I highly recommend the killing also. Homeboy's name is. Joel Kinnaman? Is that him? These pictures don't even look like these people. Charles Joel Nordstrom. Known professionally as Joel Kinnaman is a Swedish actor. And I believe The Killing was originally a Swedish television series. Oh, he played Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad. I knew there was something else he was in. That Which was one great. was Rick Flagg? He was like the government dude who was oh, okay. dating the girl who ended up being the villain. Uh, he played Will Conway in House of Cards. I've never seen House of Cards. Uh, yeah, of course, Robocop and Robocop. Safe House? Safe House is a great movie. Ryan Reynolds, Denzel, apparently he was in that. I can't... I don't remember. I don't remember. I rewatched part of that recently. Um, so yeah, Alter Carbon. Recommend. What else have I been watching? I just started watching Castle Rock. I think that's another Netflix. That might be a Hulu. That's directed... Or I don't know who exactly directs it, but produced by Stephen King and J.J. Abrams. Uh, I would say you can't go wrong with those names, but you can. But this series seems excellent so far. Uh, it takes place in Shawshank, actually. <laughs> it's part of it. It retreads some Stephen King's stuff, but not much. It's its own original storyline of two episodes deep. Um, and since it's Stephen King and J.J. Abrams already it has the threat of being weird and supernatural but I'm pretty sure it's coming but it hasn't really been there mm -hmm. yet and I like it when you you know because the whole point of that kind of stuff is supposed to be a metaphor for the human experience and you know what do those things represent you know our furthest Capabilities or the human mind being stretched out and seeing things that aren't there, or whatever, whatever the case may be. I like when you know they're not relying on it and they have strong uh, characters and arcs going on. You know, more levels of scandal and intrigue mixed up with interpersonal what's its and all that, all that stuff. Compelling. Recommend. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, maybe there was something else. 
Saw some Euro. Saw Euro Trip actually not that long ago. Never saw first time? it when it was new. <laughs> yeah, first time. What is it? What is it? Johnny doesn't know. What is it? How's what is, it is his name Johnny? I forget the song. I remember somebody. Johnny doesn't, doesn't know. know. Yeah. Johnny doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, I remember. Oh I love that movie. That was that funny. was so funny. That, that was the first time you've seen so it. Yeah. God, I haven't seen that movie in like ten years. It was so great. <laughs> that was a time when I could, I just couldn't get enough of comedies. Like that's all. I, that was my favorite type of movie. Well, I never saw it because I was a big fan of Todd Phillips, who did Road Trip and Old School. Road Trip was great, too, and Old School was great. Right. Both this, of those great the, movies. Euro Trip was sort of like a spinoff of Road uh-huh. Trip that he had nothing to do with, and I was just like, that looks like garbage. And I had actually backpacked through Europe, and it looked. Re- I can actually see your point of view on re- that. Dick. It looked like yeah. a cartoon character version of somebody who had never been to Europe before wrote it. And watching it, like, a lot of that still stands. <laughs> you know, I still stand by that, but it was still funny. And if I, if you let that go, it's, you know, who cares? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty good. They, uh, that the, the weird, bizarro road trip cast... And all the stuff they had going on, they they pulled it off. I'd say yeah. they, I'd say they pulled it off. It was it was good stuff. As long as you're not worried about, you know, cultural authenticity, oh, and political correctness. Good God, that movie. You shouldn't in a comedy. That though. movie would not. You gotta throw those things out the window. Not. Oh God. You know what? I just terrible. started on um, Showtime. The uh, Sasha. How do you say his name? Sasha, Sasha Baron, Baron Cohen. Cohen. Uh, what is it? This. This is America. I think that's what it's called. I watched the first episode of it. It's I been mean, controversial too. Some people have been angry <laughs> about being interviewed by him. Yeah. I mean, I saw. But isn't that what he does? Like, I never really yeah. got his type of comedy before. I always wondered, like, where did this guy come from? I thought Borat was damn funny. I saw. I got. Uh, I my girlfriend at the time won tickets to see a sneak preview of that. Actually, we I saw it like two weeks before it came out, and I don't know if. We would have bought tickets and gone to it of our own volition, but well, because he's so different, he thinks outside yeah. the box. But still, like I'm not, I'm not compelled to go see any more of it because it's like I don't know. I feel kind of, I'm kind of exhausted. He somehow that, in this, this genre. I mean, I recommend it just at least give it a shot. Yeah, because from what I saw, like some of it's funny and some of it's not. Huh. But he definitely thinks outside the box. Yeah. I mean, this dude is goofy, and his alter egos. He's so committed to his alter egos. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost like the Nutty Professor, mm-hmm. like Eddie Murphy playing eight different characters in a movie. But this this is a fictional movie. This guy's out there. He's in front of Bernie Sanders. That's the opening scene. <laughs> the opening scene is he is in front of Bernie Sanders, nice. putting on this bullcrap so of funny. what he's trying to pitch to him. He's trying to sell him this bullcrap. And watching Bernie Sanders, who's who's what like a hundred years old, <laughs> basically. I mean, he's 80, just he's getting worked maybe, up. I mean, like you're that, watching maybe. Bernie Sanders literally get worked up, and that's probably one of the nicest men <laughs> in the world. I mean, he's he's not a bad guy at all, and I don't know. It's just you. It's it's not for everybody, but if you have that think out of outside the box mentality. You might like it. I don't yeah. know. I'm not far into it yet, yeah. but the guy has grapefruits. That's all I can say. Definitely worth worth checking out. I might check it out. He said it's on Showtime. Yeah, it's definitely a sophisticated yeah. comedy. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. 
I mean, Borat was. I mean, it had its a lot of like, I mean, cultural I to, commentary, a lot of like you know its own way, like poignant cultural commentary. Like it's with that guy, he was great in Talladega Nights, like his yeah, character right. in that. But um, I used to do this thing called I used to Bruno people. You ever see Bruno? No, I didn't see Bruno. The first half hour of it, wow. I mean, it's different. And I used to, what I used to do was, uh, this was definitely in my college days. I was like in my early 20s. I don't know. I remember, I, I, did, I remember, I'll never forget where in my basement. I put this movie on, I was like, oh, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen. It was like my dad, and it was two other friends I had. And they were actually kind of homophobic. Okay. And I would put that movie on, and then I would just leave the room. <laughs> and then I came back down a half hour later. <laughs> and I used to, what I used to call it was I used to Bruno people with this movie. <laughs> the stuff that happened in the first couple sequences of that movie was just so, like, shocking and different where <laughs> it, it, it was great. You have to watch it to understand. Anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, if you want to get a friend with a prank or anything Bruno like that, people. start Bruno oh, and walk God. out of the room. What would you do for the half hour? Just go upstairs and bake cookies. You'd just be watching your other copy of Bruno. Eat a sandwich. <laughs> I'd go upstairs and play You'd on the internet. friends hanging out. You'd just ditch yeah. them for a half hour. Well, at that time, actually, I used to always just have friends over. Yeah. I mean, we were always partying. Non-stop. I was partying every day of the week. I was partying. I worked a restaurant job. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't matter what night of the week it was. We used to come home. Like Monday nights was actually the biggest party night. We'd come home and play video games all night and drink all night. Uh, Tuesdays, we would kind of just chill. Wednesdays, again, we uh, the bars usually always had the best specials, whether it was dollar beer night or, or, or it was ladies night at the bar. We always went out. So we were drinking that night, too. Thursdays, we would take a rest because Friday was the next day. So, of course, Friday, we would work hard uh, till late, but we would party afterwards, whether we were throwing a party at our house or going out to a club, a bar, whatever. Uh, and then Saturdays was always for fights. Because, like I said, I, I'm, I'm blessed to be young enough to where the fights became a part of my life a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually dedicated that towards fight nights. And then Sundays was for football. So we drank for football. So every night was kind of like a party night. Dang. So I always, I just always, it was, it was definitely a bachelor pad I had. The basement was made of nothing of cement. And I had mm-hmm. this big TV down there with, with beer pong tables. Um, you really had to see it to believe it. You couldn't mess that basement up if you tried. It was like the worst of furniture. It was the worst of... It was all cement floor, cement walls. Like, the, the walls were made of cinder block. You couldn't mess it up if you tried. So if I put people down there, it was it, it, it was what it was. But it was big. It was a large space. Like, you see the basement we're sitting in now? It was this size. So, like, I could have 30 people down there partying till the roof comes off and it didn't matter so it, it was definitely the perfect party house that anybody could suspect so I always had people over and my dad would just casually stay over all the time and yeah hmm. but it was a fun game I played I used to Bruno people nice and watch the first half hour of it and you'll understand exactly he was, what I mean Sasha Baron Cohen was going to play Freddie Mercury in that Queen movie that's coming out but I'm pretty sure he's not anymore that's, it would make sense. I don't know if he can sing or not, but it would make sense. I would imagine he can He sing. looks kind of like him. I, he's skinny as him. Sasha Baron Cohen seems like he would be able to channel 
uh, Freddie Mercury and figure yeah. out how to sing like him, even if he's not normally a singer. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. He's talented. He's just different. See, love you. Not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the great music actor performances. You got Val Kilmer's Jim Morrison. You got Jamie Foxx's Ray. Joaquin Phoenix's Johnny Cash. And they all did music too. Which is pretty dope. Can't go wrong with that. Am I leaving anybody out? Can you think of any biopics? Forget anybody. Seems like there should be a fourth one. Not off the top of my head. Should no. be a fourth one around out Mount Rushmore, but I guess not. I guess we can put Jim Carter Cash up there. Reese Witherspoon was pretty excellent in that movie, and she did the same too. I can't think of anything right this second, no. Well, maybe because those aren't my type of movies. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, she deserves it. She's on the Mount Rushmore of uh, musician. Legend. I mean, there's been those, those ones that, that they did on like rappers lately because I was highly disappointed in Biggie Small's movie. I was... Well, Extremely. the actor has to perform the music also. That's my category. Yeah. That's this category. Because Val Kilmer sang the door soundtrack, so on and so forth. Joaquin Phoenix, Reese Witherspoon, Jamie Foxx. Well, pretty, I mean, definitely to do Johnny Cash. I'm pretty sure. I mean, the only one I'm. Yeah, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, like, Jamie Foxx did it too, right? But Jamie Foxx yeah. can sing. Yeah, they he is a can. singer. Yeah. His arm, he actually had a couple hits. Mm-hmm. So that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Um, I remember they redid the. T- I mean, because me growing up in the 90s. I was obsessed, like, I wouldn't say I was obsessed with rap, but, like I said, I, I've said this numerous times, I like every style of music. Mm-hmm. I think there's great in all of them. Yeah. Whether it's rap, whether it's country, whether it's pop, whether it's uh, heavy metal, rock and roll, um, the list goes on. What about, I think what about hardcore? Hardcore? No, hardcore, like Insane Clown Posse, like that stuff. They're okay. I mean, I th- I remember Slipknot. Like, uh, you remember Slipknot? Yeah, I remember Slipknot. they were pretty hardcore and not hardcore. It's like murdercore, maybe is what. It, what, uh, what, what I don't know. I can't about. get into every single genre. I'm just talking about the basics. Yeah. If you want to go with R and B, you want to go with rap, you want to go with hip hop, you want to go with even uh, with those, country, you can find. Yeah, I think there's yeah. great in every style, genre of music, and there's also very bad in every uh, style and genre. Yeah. But um, I think you can find great in all of it. I, I don't discriminate against any type of music. Uh, there's nothing that drives me more nuts than somebody that comes up to me and say they hate country. Well, I had a person that came up to me recently and said they do, hate country. To be honest with you, I hate. I mostly hate country. And they said, like, all you have to do is have a twang in your voice and you can sing country music. And I'm like, you are so far from the truth. You don't know what it is then. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that's, that's just so far from the truth. It is a style. It's the way people grow up, especially in the South. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the South, that's what you grow up with. That's what you know. It's mm-hmm. it, it's your roots. It captures a different slice mm-hmm. of humanity, a different. And for side you to talk for a whole experience. mentality. But the thing I hated most about it, I was like, well, what music do you like? What's mm-hmm. really really good music? And he refused to answer me because mm-hmm. of you, my you answer. Didn't want to be attacked. Yeah. And I just it just drove me insane. I was like, at least if you're going to say these things, back it up. One time that backfired on somebody that was arguing with me. So we were all, you know, me and my friends, a couple of people that were working there, we were all, you know, it was a big Bob Dylan concert coming up 14 years ago. And 
the head bartender of the restaurant I worked at at the time was talking smack, saying Bob Dylan, ah, oh, he can't sing, he just goes, nah, 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 nah. like, ah, oh, Bob Dylan, he's so overrated. And I'm trying to defend Bob Dylan, I'm talking about him being, you know, pivotal role in, you know, the, con- the consciousness of, you know, society back in the day and mm-hmm. like this and that. And, you know, you know, there was, you know, around the time of, you know, the Beatles and Elvis, like Bob Dylan wasn't too far behind and like this and that and trying to really like lay it on. He's a poet, you know, blah, 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 blah. Then I'm like, wait, 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 who do you like? Who do you like? Who, what's, mm-hmm. who, what's your favorite? Who's your favorite? At the time, Bob Dylan might have been my favorite. If you tell me in sync, I'm going to smash his beer bottle. Well, this is an older dude. He was the head bartender. Okay. And he was, you know, I was like early 20s. He was pretty much a grown man. Not like an old man, but a grown man. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Prince. I like Prince. And I was like, oh! No disrespect to Prince. Prince is talented, but Prince's music mostly is, you could see it's like wasted talent. <laughs> you know, a lot of it's terrible. You got a couple good songs. The song where Jack Nicholson is trashing the museum of Batman, I will always love. Mm-hmm. But there aren't too many. Oh, there God, are, that is a beautiful <laughs> there, song. There are. There, I agree. I, I, I haven't really dived too deep, so I, I might take this hey, back. I'm not the biggest, biggest I might, Prince I might either. take this I back. Prince, I might take this back. Prince if I hear either. some Prince, there might be some Prince out there. That uh-huh. will sway me. But most Prince music is and was, and I respected it much less back then. Much. Not at all. Like, back then, I thought I thought a Prince is a joke. Like, like really garbage. And I spread my arms down. And I went, oh! And I was going to say something about how oh, I'm so sorry, Prince. You know, wah, wah, whatever. But, and on the back swing, my hand uh, tapped one of his neon bar lights on the wall and sent it crashing to the ground. Oh. <laughs> so you made a scene. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Not really were you trying to make a point. You made a scene. <laughs> yeah. I broke stuff. It was an accident, but it was funny. It is what it is, man. <laughs> we all laughed except for the bartender. <laughs> he was so mad. He wanted them to make me pay him for a new one. They were he like, didn't buy that sign on the wall. Got it for free from the oh, booze company. Oh, shut up. Now give me a break, company, bartender. Gave it to you. We can make Matt give you the money that you gave the You know, I would have bought it to prove it. my point. I would have. Yeah. I would have been like, here's $40 for that stupid sign. Yeah, not me. <laughs> I would not buy it to prove my point. <laughs> I'm really big on putting my money where my mouth is. I would have been like, here's 40 bucks. You happy? But by the way... Prince sucks. I, that, yeah. that, that's just me, though. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll go down swinging, but um. Oh, well. No, I mean Bob Dylan is great music. Prince is. I'm kind of over Bob Dylan at this point. Like I've heard, I've heard but enough Bob Dylan. You want to talk about a music culture that I never understood? The boy band era, the oh, NSYNC, God. the Backstreet Boys, the 98 Degrees, the Britney Spears, all that garbage. I mean, none of them could really sing. Justin Timberlake could sing. Mm-hmm. I think Justin Timberlake's talented. I really, really do. He actually has a couple great songs. Yeah, he has a couple great songs. But the boy band era, I don't get it. Every wedding. It's trash. This garbage. new thing where every wedding I go to nowadays, they feel obligated. It's easy, lowest common denominator, unoffensive, just, you know, well, unoffensive. To in play this way. garbage. Yeah. This garbage of bye, 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 uh, backstreets, back. All this stuff, I don't get it. I never got it when I was younger. Yeah, it wasn't good in the first don't. place. And now it's nostalgic also. Now, that, that is a genre a of music where I'm like, dude, what, what's the new one out? One Direction? They are more talented 
in their pinkies than they ever were. <laughs> really? I swear by that. I swear one by direction. it. I swear by it. Their songs are better. Back it up one direction. Nice. Than, than, than that crap gutsy. I used to listen to. I respect the Stones. Spice Girls. Oh my God. You want to talk about some horrible Spice Girls was in that era. Like, just just terrible music. I mean, I, I mm. never understood it. And I loved it when Eminem, another guy who couldn't sing, he was a rapper, yeah. and he destroyed all of them. He could play. He destroyed all of them. Mm. I just, I never understood it. I, I still don't get it to this day. Like, look, I get it. You, you, you girls thought they were cute or whatever, but it was some of the worst music I have ever heard in my life. Mm. I get it. It's catchy, but not in a good way. The Barney song was catchy. God. That doesn't mean it's a great song. Okay? Like, kids' boppy tunes are catchy. That doesn't mean it's a great song. The people like, will listen, though. The people listen to it. Oh, just get out of my face with this stuff. Like, that that's the, the stuff that used to drive me nuts. And that would have people be like, oh, well, the one Backstreet Boys song is good. I was like, you're a traitor. <laughs> you're a traitor. All of them sit there. They do these weird little dance moves. They're barely singing, and there's no instruments involved. Like, that's not music. You know, my honest opinion, it's just not music. No. And there's no other genre. It's like so many other things on the radio that it just seems like it's assembled by... And like I said, I just defended One Direction. Because I do think they were more talented than what those groups were. I really do. Rough rough times we're living in. Ugh. Uh, How do we get old music? I don't know. How do we get this deep? I'm not sure. Do you got any other... Anything else to talk about with anything? Health, movies, TV? I I think I might be done. I'm good. It's been a slow week. You good? All right, we have you in front of the table. We love when you come by. We really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, where you really fight fans and season vets can also find Better Fight Cast. We tell you coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts. The Pure Spaces Sport you can follow. Follow Jenny Bauer, Jenny's MMA, and me, Matt Grugamel, and Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls and everyone else. Peace! <laughs>